You're listening to the Her True Strength Podcast. And if you've ever found yourself avoiding your body in the mirror, hiding from a reflection or walking away from the mirror, just feeling unworthy, unloved, or just unacceptable, then tune in because today's episode is designed with you in mind. You'll discover three powerful daily strategies that you can use to restore your relationship with the mirror so you can see yourself as the loved, accepted, and beautiful child of God that you are and live into the confidence and freedom that is available to you in Christ. So stay tuned. Her True Strength Podcast is your faith-based approach to discovering how to build your strongest body yet. You'll learn how to strengthen your mind, body, and spirit all through the lens of the gospel. I'm your host, Laura Lindahl, follower of Jesus, lifter of weights, and adventure enthusiast. And I empower faith-based women to build strong bodies from the inside out so they can confidently impact the world with strength and grace. Welcome to the Her True Strength Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Her True Strength Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Laura Lindahl, and you're here because you are an active woman who loves Jesus and sometimes struggles to get what you know about your body from your head to your heart. You know that you're loved by God. You've probably memorized the verses that tell you that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You know that you're accepted by Him, but if you're being honest and I hope that you always are, when you look in the mirror, you just don't always feel that way. How do I know? Because I've been there myself and I've felt the shame, guilt, and ick that the enemy can throw at you when you look in the mirror and not like what you see. I felt the pressure to restrict foods, crash diet, dig in your heels, and treat your body like it's a project to be fixed after walking into a fitting room. I've heard women blame the lights, the mirror, and even worse, I've heard them blame their body for not looking the way they believe it should. I heard the most God-fearing women speak to their body like it was made by mistake, cover themselves in shame and guilt, and use exercise as a means to get skinny instead of a means to get strong or capable. And that's why I've put together a free guide for active women called The Stronger Body, Bolder Faith to help them walk through the strategies of biting body shame from a faith-based perspective. To download your free workbook and start your journey, go to truestrengthcollective.com slash S-B-B-F. That stands for Stronger Body, Bolder Faith, S-B-B-F. In the workbook, I'll guide you through the exact steps I've walked clients through over the years to find freedom and shame find confidence and joy in their body because I felt the peace, joy, and confidence that comes from finding freedom from body shame. I felt the warmth that comes from dwelling on God's truth about my body, and I've seen that it's capable for you too. So if you want those things, then you're in the right place because not only will you get that from the workbook, you'll also get a piece of that in this podcast episode today. So you want the full throttle, go ahead and download that free workbook. It is amazing resource for you and it is free. Now, many women believe that feeling this way about their body is their only option, that they're alone in the fight. Maybe you haven't even admitted that you struggle with body shame or the mirror is a trigger for you. Maybe you've thought or been told to think that you're a church leader. How could you struggle with these things? (laughs) Maybe you've questioned what will people think if you tell them that you struggle with what you see in the mirror. But here's the rub with that, sister. The darkness makes us feel even more alone. And in that loneliness, we stay. The darkness pulls us into the lie to believe we're the only woman who struggles with this. 
and that no one could understand how you feel. And so we just suffer alone in silence. Getting out of the shower, you avoid seeing yourself. You cover your body with clothes to hide insecurity or you avoid the mirror altogether. But let me ask you, how is that working for you? Do you find freedom in that? Does avoidance ever resolve the real issue at hand? And let me ask, how much longer will you suffer in silence and feel like an outcast in your own body? It doesn't have to be this way. I mean, how much longer do you want shame to rule your thoughts? I don't know about you, but I just got to a point where I was so tired of feeling tired of being in my body. And I just wanted to be at a place where I felt comfortable and could just think of my body less. I was tired of the enemy robbing me of the joy that Jesus wanted to bring me in my body. You don't have to live this way. Confidence in Christ is possible. Freedom from shame is possible. See, when you realize that these struggles are a normal part of the Christian walk, when you bring the lies to the light and welcome Jesus into your body's journey, incredible things start to happen. You start to think about yourself less. Now, not less of yourself. (laughs) You see the incredible value that you bring to your environment. You see your body's purpose and you know that it goes so much beyond what you see looking back in your reflection in the mirror. And you have the power to let God's image shine brightly within you, which brings him greater glory than a perfect body ever could. See, the only way we can confront the lies of the enemy is to know what is actually true about us, not what tradition, the church, your mom, your friend, or your own created body image tells you to be true, but what is actually true about you. And to find truth, we need to look to the source of truth, right? This is not you. This is not the world. This is God in his word. Have you ever wondered to yourself, what does God think about my body? What does he want me to think when I see myself in the mirror? Does he even care? I can tell you that God has a lot to say about your body. Because your body, no matter what season or shape it is in, it carries with it God's own image. His image is perfect. It's holy. It's just. It's loving. And a good God is stamped on your body. And that comes with a measurable worth and value. That means when God sees your body, he sees a reflection of him and his goodness. Have you ever wondered why the enemy wants you to stay stuck in body shame and praise on women so freely in this area? Because he knows if he can keep your thoughts captivated in shame and your mind running on the wheel of just self-improvement, you'll never stop to see and stand in wonder at the amazing body that you've been given. And in doing so, the enemy robs God of glory in your life. See, the enemy loves to use body shame to keep women's minds fixated on fixing ourselves. Because when we're in this place, we're numb to worshiping our creator. Why would we want to? We're too busy worried about our insecurities to find time to worship. And when we choose to see our body in the mirror and see a checklist of things to tone up, tighten, or tuck, We're blind to seeing God's image in that moment and worshiping the creator of our beautiful skin. And this is why it's vitally important that we as active women fight for freedom from body shame. Not for our own joy, glory, or confidence. All those things will come. But more importantly, it's for God's glory to shine in this present world around us. There's so much at stake, right? So how do we do it? 
How can you fight the lies of the enemy when he whispers things about your body that feel so untrue, but seemingly true in your ear? When he tells you that you've got work to do, that you need to try harder, push more, tighten and tone. What do we do? Well, it's easy. You bring your fighting words to the battleground. See, no good soldier goes to the battle without their weapon. And when you face the mirror and the temptation to see your body as something other than what God has said about it to be true, you must bring your weapon. Now, I'm not talking about a physical weapon. I think you know the weapon I'm talking about. (laughs) Ephesians 6 gives us our weapon to fight off our enemy. It is a double-edged sword that pierces through hearts and darkness. It's the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. If you've been trying to fight off the enemy with a fleshly weapon like positive affirmations, self-help books, or even church tradition that tells you maybe to just hide your body, cover it up, pretend it's just a temporary vessel, or maybe even look down on it as maybe a means for male temptation to be covered up and hidden, then you're up a creek without a paddle, my friend. In the moment that you're tempted, you need only the word of God and the Holy Spirit to fight for you and remind the enemy of his true identity. Remind the enemy that he has no victory over you because of who you are in Christ. So allow me to arm you now with the truest thing about you. What God says to be true about your body that he has made known since the beginning of time. First, you are made in his image. His image is stamped on your body. Genesis 1, 26 through 28 reminds us that when God made you, he stamped his own image on your body, a stamp that can't be removed by cellulite, covered up by wrinkles or gray hairs or a layer of fat that you don't like. Don't sleep on the implications of being made in God's image. By carrying his image, you are inherently valuable beyond measure. You are priceless and that can't change because God put it into place himself. Do you believe that? Do you believe that you bear the image of a good God right now and that his character shines through your body? Do you believe that no matter how your body looks on the outside, it can't be demoted? It can't be devalued. You can't remove that stamp. Don't believe that lie that the world says that your value can increase or decrease based on your appearance. Being ultra fit, ultra slim doesn't make you more attractive in God's eyes because when he looks at your body, he sees his perfect image. That is number one. Number two, your body is good because he says it is. That's it. Because God said it is. In Genesis 131, we see God surveying all of creation just after he completed making man in his image and he gives it a name. The name that he gave mankind is very good. Not just okay, not good enough for now, but very good. Do you know the meaning of the word very good in this verse? It means in abundance. Your body was made in an abundance of good. And because God is holy, that means he can't sin. And his inability to sin should make him the most trustworthy being around. So when he says that your body is good, he means it. Has sin sunk into our body and mind? Yes. Since the fall, our bodies and minds will experience the sting of sin, the frustration of thoughts that fight against the spirit. But never for a moment can we lose what God has said about us to be true. Your body is very good. And then three, remember this, 
God looks at your heart. Have you ever wondered what does God think about your body? Is he judging your body like you're judging your body? Is he shaming you for letting yourself go, quote unquote? Is he accusing you of being lazy as much as you accuse yourself of being lazy? And if you have take nothing else from this podcast, please take this. God does care about your body. It bears his image. So of course he does. We are called to be stewards. But just like a mother cares about how her child acts in public, he's not chasing a physical change like you are. He's chasing after your heart. God knows that your body functions best when it's cared for out of love and not out of hate and disgust. So when you look at your body and you feel shame and you're driven to action, you are not being driven to action the way that God wants you to be driven to action to take care of your body. He looks at your heart and in doing so sets an example for us to follow in our journey. So ask yourself, what do your habits reveal about the posture of your heart towards your body? Do you find shame, disgust, frustration, and anger against it? Do you use fear of what other people think of you? bitterness at how your body has changed or restriction in order to change it? Or do you have a heart that is fighting to see your body as God's valued piece of artwork to be gently cared for, to be well-fed, to be well-rested? See, our habits reveal what we actually believe to be true in our hearts, not what we know in our head. Habits of actions, habits of words, habits of lifestyle. How are you spending your time? What are the patterns of your thoughts? If you're finding yourself driven to overexercising, maybe avoiding rest days, not giving yourself time to recover, under eating during the week, and then just binging on the weekends and having thoughts that loom around your head filled with shame, then your heart is what needs fixing, not your body. See, 1 Samuel 16, 7 reminds us that God looks at your heart. When you see your imperfections, he sees his new creation. When you see your faults, he sees his son's perfect sacrifice. (laughs) When you see your cellulite, he sees your service to others. See, God looks at your heart and so should we. Now, you're armed. You've got three weapons in your arsenal for when you see yourself in the mirror. Here are three things that you can do. First, Remind yourself that you're made in his image, that the enemy won't win the battle of shaming God's beautiful image stamped on your body. Two, speak the truth that your body was named good by the God of the universe and no reflection in the mirror can ever change that. Number three, look at your heart like God does. Ask God to reveal habits that are not in line with caring for a lovable God-given body. Uproot shame and fear by reminding yourself that the truest thing about you has nothing to do with the reflection looking back at you and your interpretation of it. Finally, if you take nothing else, take this. I need you to start shaking your head at the lies that pop up in your head about your body. I mean it. Those lies that tell you you're not good enough, those lies that tell you you have to fix, that there's something wrong with you. You need to shake your head at those lies and remind yourself through the Holy Spirit that you are living in a good body. So that is it. You are armed. You are ready for the warfare.
(laughs) So please, if something resonated with you in today's episode, please, please, please take action on it. Download the Stronger Body, Bolder Faith workbook. If something that I said in here really resonated with you, then chances are there is a journey that God is calling you to, and it is a journey of freedom. And I would love to be a part of that by helping you with that workbook. It is super practical. People have seen incredible results just from a free workbook. It is worth it to do the work. And if you've already done that, then leave us a review and let someone know that this podcast can help them too. Until next time, friends, stay strong. All the love, Coach Laura.